Brad Court Talk by Nona Earp. Welcome back to Purgatory, Herpers. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Hey, Erpers. That was a doozy of an episode, huh? Oh, yes, it was. I was not expecting that at all. It was a sad day in Dragonland. It is such a sad day in Dragonland. Like, the episode, it, it had its flow. We had the whole thing with Monona and Waverly and their drama. And then we knew something weird was going on because, you know, Jeremy was all worried about dolls. But I definitely didn't see that coming. Oh, no. And, yeah, we knew because there wasn't a screener up. And it was kind of one of those moments of going, something's going down. Yeah, something's big is going down. And um, like, I didn't get to see the episode live. I had something else I was doing. So I made sure I avoided Twitter. And like, there had been those warnings like coming from different areas, like to make sure you're watching the episode tonight Mm -hmm. so that you don't get spoiled for something big that's coming. It's going to be a game changer. And it it was a game changer. We lost one of our, um, you know, one of our main characters who's been with us from the beginning. Right. It's sad. Yeah. Out of nowhere, Dolls is gone. And it was just, I was not expecting that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I was reading um, an article uh, that Emily Andrus, the creator, show creator and showrunner, um, and like one of the main writers, like she did uh, like postmortem, you know how they do it sometimes where, you know, something big happens and like the writers are going, you know, doing interviews explaining kind of like what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what it was is like the actor is kind of in demand. Like Shamir Anderson has you know been wanting to get, you know, some things done in Hollywood, but of course he's had other things going on. He's had his commitment to Winona Earp and apparently it kind of came up last season a little bit. Um, but like she, she, they, they wanted him to hold on just a while longer. And like, there was nothing acrimonious about the split. Like it, you could tell how close all the characters, not the characters, but all the characters in the cast list, as close as we see these characters are on the show, like you can tell, like that's how they are. Like just the way they interact with one another. Like some cast, you can tell like that they're not so close with each other. Like just the way that they interact. If you see them like in panels and different things like that, like, or if you see them on video together Um, and like these guys, like watching them online, like the way they, they interact, it's just funny. Like that whole interplay. Um, So yeah, Emily Andrews, she, she did, this interview or postmortem right after the episode and she said yeah it's an absolute shocking loss and without a doubt the biggest loss we've had on the show and as a community she said number one creatively it was done because we desperately needed to show that this was a demon unlike any other we have faced before she's talking about bolshar so you know we're talking about stakes you know when we have a show where like our characters are untouchable or somebody always comes back, you kind of lose something. Like we've seen shows like that, right, Brad? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like Balshar has basically taken out one of our main characters. Granted, it was um, like whatever BBD did to him originally Mm -hmm. that was kind of breaking him down that started it. But we can kind of pin this on on Balshar, like that last battle. Um, so, yeah, she said behind the scenes, uh, she can't make it clear that they absolutely love Shamir. He will always be a part of the Erper family. And she expects Erpers to know that and treat him as such. Absolutely. Well, he uh, she to- said there are no hard feelings. And the truth is Shamir is an extraordinary talent. Yes, he is. Hollywood is calling and has been for a couple years now. Um, they were open behind the scenes. And Shamir had indicated that he was grateful that he has Winona and he was ready to move on. And she said, uh, we felt like he gave us an extra year to tell more of Dolls' story, which they did. Yep. Um, and it, it did kind of run its course. 
Well, it helped us She's bring in uh, Jeremy also, and a little bit did. more into that, and we got uh, Nicole into you know the organization also. So, right, and we do have a new character, um, Dolls is not Dolls, um, Doc's old pal from way back in the day. I think she's going to pop up again, mm-hmm. just because we we saw her, the actress at Comic Con with the group. So right. I think she's definitely going to be in it more. Well, and Shamira was at Comic Con too, so that right he there was. tells you that you know yeah. they're they're yeah. good with this. Yeah, they're all still pretty tight. Um, and Emily actually gave Shamir the choice of how he wanted his character to go out. Like, he can ride off into the sunset. He can be on assignment. He can disappear, go kidnap. Those weren't exactly what she said. But she gave him, like, the option of what he wanted to happen with his character. And he said he wanted to be true to the character. And he wanted to go out in a blaze of glory. And he wanted to go down for his team, like, supporting his team, saving his team. And he did that. He saved the day. Oh, yes. Definitely. It was it was shocking. It was one of those moments. I wasn't expecting that at the end when he did the fire breathing. I thought he was going to yeah. devolve a little bit more into the dragon. There was going to be some epic issue there, not that yeah. he totally died. Yeah, well, like he would change and not be able to change back or something right. like that. Something. But he gave that one last blast, and like that was it. It was it was a great episode. Loved it. Loved it so much. No, absolutely. All right. So yeah, like I just wanted to like bring that up and like how if if you follow them on Twitter, you can kind of see how close like how close they are. It's it, it's one of those things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So speaking of Comic we've already kind of jumped into the episode, right? <laughs> Well, speaking of Comic-Con, though, I wanted to tell everybody, if you haven't already gone over to BeerFandom.com, go check it out, because we had some people out at Comic-Con last week, and we got a lot of cool stuff out there, so a lot of cool content you might want to check out. Oh, yeah. Like, they were there, and they got there's so many different interviews or cool stories that they're still putting stories out. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check that out. Um, like, one of the things I'm pretty interested in, uh, did you see the did you see the original Roswell, or did uh, you read the books? I watched some of it, yes. Okay. Yeah. See, I love the original Roswell TV show that was on the WB. Um, I'm looking forward to the new one. Like, if you haven't seen any of the previews for it, go check it out. And also, um, Liz and our girl Meg, they are doing a podcast uh, for it as well. So go check it out. Like, they they've been like doing a couple of podcasts already, talking about different casting news and like just the background for the show and what's coming. So yeah, go check that out. Yeah, and if you go to SoundCloud, I mean, all that stuff's on there. Our podcast, their podcast, anybody else's podcast, it, it's all under Pure Fandom. So definitely Absolutely. check it out. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow us, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Also, be sure to follow Pure Fandom as well. Um, you can check out the Facebook. Uh, we have Pure Fandom over on Facebook, and then we have a couple of groups over there as well. I haven't really been doing much with Facebook lately. It's been a lot of craziness going on. I'm in race time now, so I'm I'm having a hard time putting anything in there too. So, yeah. But uh, as our shows get closer, like Van Helsing will be back soon. Like in the fall, we have a group dedicated purely <laughs> to uh, Van Helsing, so we have a nice bunch of people over there. Some people have been already posting like different arts and their thoughts about what might be coming for this season. Um, one of our Michael Eglin uh, from Winona, he's uh, he's over on uh, Van Helsing now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, so that's coming. So, exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. I got another race coming up next weekend. So, yeah, as soon as... And then we got my big race that I actually work on over here coming up on August 18th. And then, mm-hmm. then I have my last race. Well, not my last race. But I do have a race on September 7th also, which is like 16 miles. So... 
And yeah, that's where he I'm does at all right the running for both of us. I do so much working out anymore. It's like my my ignored my Facebook. I actually was like, oh crap! I should go in there and do something. <laughs> I will get better though. As soon as shows start kicking up, I'll have to jump on there and do stuff. Absolutely. So should we just dive into this episode? What you think? Yes, let's dive right in. Uh, we even though we started talking about the most important thing that happened, or one of, because some other crazy stuff happened. So uh, this is season three, episode two. When you call my name, Bolshar reveals himself in a shocking turn of events that will change the team forever. No kidding. It was directed by Paolo Barsman and written by Emily Andres, who also created the television show. Uh, yeah, this episode. Ah. Oh. I mean, where do we start? So we know that the accident that happened at the end of the last episode, which was like a you know a serious cliffhanger, really became a cliffhanger. Uh, yeah, literally cliff. A couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Waverly wasn't doing well after the crash, and she was being carried off by someone. And then out of nowhere, Mama shows up to talk and taunt Winona. Yeah, it wasn't real mom. It was hallucination mama. Right. But still, she was there. Snarky. And oh. she was badass. You can see where they get their humor from. Oh, definitely. And But then it also led me to the fact, was that really how her mama is? Or is that Wynonna's so. personality? No, that, I think that's totally how her mama is. We, we see that same kind of snarky personality with Waverly and Winona. Mm-hmm. And then we got to see a teeny bit of it when she visited her in prison last week. Yeah. But just a bit of it. I'm curious if we're going to see more of Mama later on this season. I mean, I th- we better. We, we opened her up for it, so I think we're going to end up seeing a lot more. Now, one of the interesting things that we noticed on this episode was this dude that took Waverly. He mentioned that the forest was changing. Immediately, I also went, the red forest is changing? <laughs> well, there's 12 monkeys. So... He said he's been for a couple months now, like the force has been changing and, and everything else. And we hear it from another hunter later on that the paths are changing because of Bullshire showing up. He's causing some weird thing inside the triangle. I mean, inside purgatory or whatever, or the triangle to, I I don't know. What what do you think is what do you think's going on with that? Just redesigning the layout more, making more of a boundary from the outside world. Well, yeah, we already know that weird stuff is going on from from the get go with how where they are with Purgatory and like just the demons that that were released the last time we were back in Purgatory, mm-hmm. um, and now Bolshire, like he's out. So like the things have been shifting and things have been coming like outside of gates that should have been one way. So I think that's kind of what he meant. I'm interested to see how this plays out later on down the road, though, because. Uh, Things, yeah, we have a lot coming out with Bullshire, it, but is it going to have more of an effect of, on the uh, grounds? I think maybe. I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see who all comes out. But there was one thing that we did notice as well, though, and I'm just probably skipping around a little bit on this. When Now, I'll, I'll, I'll wait before I jump into that point. So, Winona had to leave Peacemaker behind mm-hmm. because she couldn't climb – up on the um the, up the cliff with it with it, yeah. Now she, you know she really did that, right? Really climbed like, up the cliff, like like she, yeah, like Mel. It was really outdoors, and Melanie did it, and she she suggested that she still be wearing the evening gown, and like you'll freeze to death. What are you talking about? I mean, of course, like there were effects and everything involved, but like you know how cold it gets up there. Oh yeah, it, like our girls, she's a badass. Yeah, I was cold just watching it. 
So yeah. Yeah. Or in pain. Would you say it was worse than giving birth to Alice? Yeah. <laughs> like pushing something out of her Yeah, she had a lot of good ones this episode. <laughs> she did. Now as I know is arguing with mama, she actually does make it up to the top of the cliff and heads off. And now we had this little flashback to Jeremy and the rest of the guys. Jeremy mm-hmm. had this um photo on his desk that had the symbol on it and when they pulled it back up then switched to Winona that symbol was carved on a tree that she was passing mm. did you catch that no I missed it that's no. that shit that Brad sees and that was I, I think a symbol of Bullshire or something like that which would also go back into explaining the forest moving around and doing weird things so with that picture was that from like the murder scene I think it was. I didn't really. Okay. I just noticed the symbol and saw the symbol and then literally saw the symbol carved into a tree. Yeah, no, that makes sense if it was from the murder scene. Now, Dolls and Doc are having a little discussion. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doc is having a little a couple issues since he went to hell and he's worried about his uh, immortal soul and what's going to happen because all his good deeds didn't do anything for him because he is a murderer. <laughs> And I guess as you sit here and watch this, right, and mm-hmm. Dolls, you know, doesn't need a threat of damnation. He says, I'm just going to fight for the right side. That was beautiful. All of this stuff just really, as you're watching the episode, like the second time or whatever, yeah. you, you notice where all this is leading up to. But it just kind of just goes over over your head as you're watching because you're not thinking in that, that you know, somebody's going to die. But all Yeah, you don't like, know it's coming. No. But it's all there. And, you know... Yeah, like it just like the wonderful nuances of it, like watching uh, Shamir's face while he's saying some of this stuff to the different characters. Like you, he, you can feel like he's saying goodbye to some of these characters. And then Doc's talked about knowing that they're destined for the dark because they're both the same. They're murderers. And Dolls is like, nah, man, like like you said, he had that awesome line. He didn't need the threat of damnation. Like he's doing it because it's the right thing to do. And like he, he, you can see he's struggling a little bit inside oh, and definitely. he's making peace with it because he's no he knows it's the end is coming for himself for himself mm-hmm. like our people don't know it yet like his team doesn't know it yet but he knows he can feel it and like there were moments throughout the episode where you, you could feel him saying goodbye even though they didn't know like that's what he was doing well I, also the fact that the drugs that he's been taking to uh, keep his dragon in check weren't really working and he's been having issues for a while yeah, and Jeremy's been keeping him off off the books, like away from the missions. Right. Like, dude, no. Like, my team needs me. Come on. Yeah, it's he. There was things going down, and it just watching it again and knowing that he is not going to make it through the episode. Just a yeah. lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff plays into effect there. Oh yeah. Now, Winona finally finds Waverly, who does not have a voice because the dude took his voice. Yeah, he's the Revenant Ursula. Now, especially when Nicole was calling, it mm-hmm. made sense that I didn't think Nicole would buy that that was Waverly on the phone. Anyhow, Winona finds her in another great moment. And I wish I could have got the <laughs> sound bite for this, but I so totally couldn't with the underwire support and the booby trap. <laughs> that was hilarious. Another great moment in Winona Herp history. Mm-hmm. And nothing like having to talk with Waverly about Mama when she is in a cage and can't talk. Yeah, that was kind of good timing. Yeah, she had the little badge. Says, "What's this about?" You know, all this time she didn't know about Mama, and she was there. And 
that's where Winona said that she was going to swear on her favorite boy band that she's going to kill him and then bop right back. <laughs> and what's our favorite boy band, Brad? I hate you. <laughs> what? Yep. Yep. She's going to oom-bop right back and save Wade. Yeah. She was very upset with Mama for not letting her to go to that concert for her birthday. Oh, well. She didn't miss anything. <laughs> you know they are still touring? I do. And yeah. They actually look very handsome these days. Really? That's... Mm-hmm. I don't even know when that song came out, but I think it was like, it was the early 2000s or 98 or something. I thought it was early, ni- late 90s, maybe 99-ish. I don't know. They're like five years old in the video. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They're going to be in Chicago on November 5th, Monday at 8 p.m. If anybody would like to go, it's there you go. It's in Chicago. Um, I'm good. I, now I'm just curious. I'm going to make y'all sit here in this way. What do tickets run? Tickets run for um, Hanson, $39 to $89. I'm a little disappointed. I thought they would have had bigger sales. Like they they were super popular. See, I was always the um like I didn't like popular things. Wow. <laughs> it's almost like really it's really full already, too. Hmm. Okay then. <laughs> so there See? you go. They're Hansons coming to Chicago. They'll also be in uh Los Angeles on the 8th, October thirteenth. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, October 14th, and Atlanta, Georgia on October 20th. Plenty of time to go out there and see Hanson. See, Winona is going to take some precious, precious time out of her demon slaying, and she's going to go see Hanson. She's going to take Waverly with her because she needs some love and forgiveness. Yep, she's going to oom And maybe she'll take Doc, too. Yeah, they'll they'll all oom Okay. (laughs) Now, the guy who took Waverly is scared of Bullshire as well. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And he's been out there for a while. And even without Peacemaker, Winona still kills him. Yeah, that was crazy how she did it, too. Like, she threw her voice. Wow. Like, that was really cool. Got him there and took him out. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And did you notice Bullshire was watching up in the corner again? Yeah, like he's getting to know his enemy. Stalker guy that he is. <laughs> Always watching. Now, with her voice back, Waverly isn't happy that Winona kept Mama a secret and decides to, you know, go do her own thing and away from Winona. I immediately was worried that Nicole was repelling off the side of the mountain. Well, Brad, who else was going to do it? Doc is apparently afraid of heights now, and um, Winona, like, had to hold the rope. I think Doc's always been afraid of heights, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, him and Wells, like, maybe that's what did him in. I don't, and I, it's huge. And he's like, not immortal anymore. I true, true. I was just worried that Nicole was not going to make it. And then you know when the one <gasps> yeah, guy said, that freaked me out. And especially after they you know cut the rope, and the one guy said, "Someone's going to die here today." And I, I was like, "Not Nicole, no." <laughs> no, they would not do that because we. Ha- well, I'm just saying she was the one hanging off from a rope on the side of the mountain. So. Mm-mm, they are not messing with way hot. No, they did not. Uh, they dare of, not. Speaking well, of, they, you know, maybe they will. But speaking of way hot, uh, dolls, you know, in that fire breathing and took that one demon out. So, yeah, he got way hot there. Yeah, too hot. <laughs> too hot. Like he kind of engulfed himself in it. I was like, oh, my God, did he burn himself up? Well, no, he didn't. It but, did show like, that, it was done. Yeah, but it did show that these demons are way different than the other one. They're not revenants. Yeah. This like he turned like, into birds or something? Something. He just disappeared and came back and flipped over and yeah. Yeah, like Doc couldn't do anything with him. 
it was different. I mean, that was the only thing that I guess, you know, dolls could do to take him out. He was ready to fight for it. So, yeah, I was, hmm. Yeah, I was just taken back by that episode. That was whole dolls ending, dying that way. Now we only have Bullshire, so I don't know if he's going to get him another sidekick or not. I'm pretty sure he'll get another sidekick. Like he seems like the kind that would have min- uh, minions, right? Like any everywhere. Just yeah, you need some. Hiding. Yeah, everybody needs a good minion. I'm saying, like he needs someone to do the light lifting. Well, I am definitely looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, yeah. And I, just for the aftermath. Yeah, especially with the aftermath, and there has to be something. I I think Mom's going to show up soon, also. Again. Yeah, they're going to have to break her out. Or at least we're going to get a cool scene with her and Waverly. However, she doesn't want to see any of her daughters. Because you remember that? And that's when she says, like, her daughters are off limits. I feel, like, I feel like, like, who was she talking to when she said her daughters were off limits? Like, was she talking to Balshar? Did she make a deal with somebody? I thought she was talking to the uh, prison or the, in, the guards or whatever. I feel like she was talking to somebody else. Uh, could be. We will have to find out. Yeah. Huh. Oh, you got anything else on this one? No, I just, uh, I, I really, I'm already enjoying the addition of Mama. She had some of my favorite lines. Sure, sure, sure Winona had the line, I hate hangovers, and she was on a cliff. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then Mama had, um, yeah, just she was just out Sunday, then just, she loved, she loves to get her bronze on. Like, her <laughs> delivery was everything. Yes. Um, and she... She was talking about um, how she took Winona camping and taught her everything she needs to know about survival. And, um, like, you get all this cool snarkiness from me. Nat Ward talked to the fist Earp. And then, like, she kept calling her Gibson. Like, you're you're a Gibson. And Winona's like, I'm an Earp. It's like, you're a Gibson. Gibsons are strong and not afraid of falling. And, like, that kept, that kept coming out throughout the episode, not being afraid of falling. Um and then it's not the fall that'll kill you. It's the the fear. So, like, Doc's going to have to get over, like, the crap that he's afraid of. Like, right. he's afraid of dying right now because he doesn't want to end up in purgatory. Or, or he doesn't want to end up in actual hell, not purgatory the town. So, so many favorite lines. Uh, and I'm just, I can't wait to see what happens next. I'm very sad that we lost dolls. And I'm just curious to see how it's going to affect all of our characters. First, they lost Alice. No, she's not dead. But her parents are away from her. Mm-hmm. And now they lost somebody else very, very important to them. And then Doc and dolls kind of ended on bad terms. Like, they had that little argument. Right. But maybe, um, you know, Doc will find some kind of peace or, or new purpose. Especially at the talk that he had with dolls, the dolls saying, "You know, I'm doing the right thing," and he saw that dolls, you know, sacrifice himself for the right thing. Now would exactly would Doc do? Uh, Although do I don't need Doc sacrificing himself. No, he needs Please to stick around. Don't for do a that. While. Yeah, <laughs> he needs but yeah, get get back into the game, Doc. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out our older podcast for magicians, Van Helsing, Twelve Monkeys. We swear we'll review that soon. We have seen it, and we are dying to talk about it. It's just been a time thing. Like Brad said, he's been busy with his race stuff, and I've had some things going on, too. Uh, Let's see. My day to date, it rained on me coming back from the gym, so I was late getting home. And then my microphone stand broke. So I'm holding my microphone right now, and it sucks. So, yes, we will try to get that out soon. Absolutely. Um, All right. And so if you have any thoughts or comments about the episode, let us know in the comment section below or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Or I don't think we said this this, since we started. Um, You can email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. 
Yes, you can. Leave yeah. comments in the uh, on SoundCloud as well. However you want to do it. Just let us know. Yep. All right. Well, until next time. <sighs> Man. Dolls needs a theme song. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.